Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we have a special episode mm-hmm. where we are going to be discussing how do I love the vaccinated and unvaccinated Christians in my life? Now, we're talking about this today because the world has us pinned up against each other, and there's just there's no winning in the house of the Lord when there is no unity. Amen. And we want to bring unity back. We want to restore it, and we want to understand one another. Yep. So... Yeah, it's interesting because someone's going to tune into this and in their brain, they're thinking, I'm ready to fight. Let's do this. What's he going to say? Yes. And here's the irony. Like you who is watching, the only thing we want to do is love you in the name of Jesus to encourage you and to foster a healthy discussion that maybe allows you to live in unity with a brother or sister that you have been divided against over something that don't get me wrong is really important, but pales in comparison to the gospel and to the mission that Jesus gave us. So uh, how do I love? I want to give two quick answers. I want to walk through, I think a text of scripture that really helps unpack why this is happening and then uh, give a final challenge at the end. So two pieces of just counsel uh, for any believer who is wrestling with with loving someone who has a different opinion. Yes. Um, number one is empathy. And this is a lost art in the age of COVID. In fact, we demonize before we empathize. Mm. And this is a strategy of the evil one to turn two people against each other, particularly in the kingdom of God, over non-gospel issues. Mm. And empathy, I think, is one of the most powerful tools that a human has, largely because when when you feel understood by somebody, your heart is tender to them. If you, if you actually want somebody to hear your position, uh, learning the art of actually listening to them first is actually one of the most strategic tools to actually have somebody win yeah. or to win them over. To we what, do it with our kids, right? right? Or like, well, how did that theory. make them feel? Yeah, how did it, you know? You're a very good mother compared to most people. <laughs> when I, no, so, no, when yeah. I have time for it, that's always the better way to go. Right. So let's, let's take a moment and let's empathize hmm. and let's have a, just a, a time of just putting ourselves in the shoes of the other person. So I want to talk about vaccinated Christians first, and then we're going to talk about unvaccinated. So in my experience, there's there's pretty much three kinds of vaccinated Christians. And I think almost everybody fits into these categories, except for the people who are like, you can't put me in a box. I'll never be in a box. So you're in a different category that we just aren't addressing. But um, I call number one is the pragmatic. And the pragmatic, they're, they're honestly not doing a ton of research. That's just not their thing. And and their brain says this, it's easier. Everyone's doing it. What's the worst that could happen? A bunch of people have got it and they're fine. It's for the common good. And they're basically like, yeah, it's just the right thing to do. And you know, you know, if you're the pragmatic, because if someone says, did you, did you research any of the studies, any of the side effects, any of the numbers? You're like, no, nah, not really. They're really trusting. They're really trusting. And that is not bad to be pragmatic, but it can get you into trouble later. Number two is the principled and the principled um, usually have done their research to a degree. And they'll say, this is the right thing to do. I am saving lives. I am risking plausibly my health 
for the good of the many. So I, I don't know if you've seen um, different pastors or spiritual leaders get online and say, this is the pro-life thing to do. Mm. If, if you're going to love your neighbor, they're rooting themselves in a principle. And I appreciate that when people live by their principles, I am, I am just like, yeah, you go. That's, that's wonderful. Yep. There's a third category of the vaccinated that I would call the petrified. And they are scared that they are going to die or that they're going to kill someone else. Mm. And fear is probably more than anything else motivating them to get the vaccine and then to really push strongly for other people to get it. Now, I don't think fear is the worst motivator all the time because there's a lot of things I do because I'm afraid. I put a seatbelt on most of the time. Um, there are things I don't do. I don't go near cliffs because I'm afraid to die. And so I'm not even saying this is terrible, but as you know, unchecked fear can cause you to control and abuse people very quickly mm -hmm. if you don't keep it in its right place. But what I've noticed with every vaccinated Christian I've talked to, and I cannot think of a, a, I cannot think of one exception, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, I have not met one vaccinated Christian who's like, I want to usher in socialism and totalitarianism, and I want to reduce people's freedoms, and I want men and women to lose their jobs. I mean, I have never met mm -mm. anybody who is thinking that way right. at all. Uh, now, if you're on the unvaccinated side, that might be your perspective of the implications of what they're doing, right? Mm. But I think motivations are actually really important. I think intentions like actually do matter. And so before you get really mad at somebody who has really good intentions and they might be scared, they might be really pragmatic, they might be principled. Mm. I think those are actually admirable and putting yourself in the shoes of a vaccinated person if you're the unvaccinated is I think a healthy practice. So here's what I know. Let's say you and me disagree. I know that your motivations are good. I know that your intentions are good. I may not agree with how you're executing. I may not agree with the implications that I think are going to happen if you follow down this route, but at least I can step back and say, I'm sitting across from a brother and sister whose intentions and motivations are good. And that's huge. Yep. You give me a good intentioned person, we can get a lot done together, even if we're not on the same page. Yep. Now let's, let's flip the script. Let's look at the other shoe. Yep. Uh, there are three kinds of unvaccinated Christians. Number one, Go figure. It's called the pragmatic. And for them, they're just sitting there. They're saying, you know what? There's more risk in me getting the vaccine than there is in me dying of COVID. And they're just thinking to themselves, like, I've seen a bunch of people who've had COVID. I've heard the stories about the vaccine. I'm not really interested. I'm healthy. I don't untested. have the risk factors. Right, you know, and, and so for them, they're just looking at this really pragmatically. Have they done a ton of research? Maybe, maybe not. But for them, it's just a simple decision. It's, well, I'm not going to put myself in any potential harm because I'm not afraid of COVID. Mm -hmm. Should they be afraid of COVID? If you're vaccinated, probably <laughs> they should be, right? Yeah. But um, number two is the principle. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate the principle on this side as well, because the principle will say something like, um, I will not be told what to do by anybody, particularly the government, when I believe they don't have the constitutional authority to tell me what to do here, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate this. And uh, I am going to protect my children and their future. If I'm going to lose my job over this, I'm standing up for all of the generations of Americans who come after me because where there is freedom, there is life. And, you know, the unvaccinated look around at those who are not free all over the world and they see death and destruction and totalitarianism and socialism and all this stuff. And, and so they're like, I don't want that here. And so maybe I'm causing someone to possibly be at risk, but I'm actually fighting for something far bigger and far greater. Yeah. It looks like it's yeah. just about the shot. It's but... right. When, it, when for a lot of the principled unvaccinated, it's actually not about the shot. It's about something way bigger. Yeah. Now I may not agree with them, but I can look at them and say, I, I actually appreciate that you're standing on principles 
And what you're willing to sacrifice and lose for your principles is pretty striking. And mm. I think that's admirable at the least. There's a third kind of unvaccinated that I would I would call the petrified. And um, they'll say things like, this thing is not tested. Uh, anybody who forces me to do something, especially by the government, and then threatens my livelihood, this is shady. I don't trust them. I don't trust what they're up to. Um, in fact, there's a whole group of people who their medical professionals are privately telling them, don't get the vaccine. And they're making sure that that the people they tell uh, right. They're not going to tell on the doctor or the nurses. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many medical professionals have told me don't touch it. Mm -hmm. Well, that is going to play into people's fear mechanism. Yeah. And that's a different experience than what right. there, some doctors are saying, like, you should absolutely like without a doubt. Don't even worry yeah. about it. You know? I, I have had one doctor look at me and say, you're getting vaccinated. Right. And another one look at me and say, I don't know if you have it or not. Whatever you do. Don't get vaccinated. Right? <laughs> Which is a very confusing time for all of us that are scared. Correct. And I, I also think that if you are vaccinated and you go into a doctor's office, you're usually semi-proud of it and you're you're mm. almost going to lead with it. Yeah. And so you're never going to get medical professionals ever telling you not to get it. It's the ones who are unvaccinated uh, who, when they go in, they kind of are, they lead with it. You know, the mm. doctor's pretty quickly know exactly what they're dealing with. Like you yeah. go into the doctor's office and and they'll say, uh, are you vaccinated? And the, the nurse will say it right in front of the entire, like the waiting room, right? <laughs> Excuse me, are you vaccinated? And I've heard the most hilarious responses and uh, anyways, I won't share them here. But my point is I've, I've actually never met an unvaccinated Christian who's like, I'm basically going to kill people. And right. uh, you know what? I hope your grandma dies because right. I'm going to do what I want and she doesn't matter to me. Right. I, I have yet to meet that person. I think that's important because intentions and motivations, they actually matter. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm the, if I'm the vaccinated, right, I may not agree with you. I may not agree even with your quote unquote facts. Um, but at least I can say this, I can work with somebody who's got good, pure intentions, who's rooted in, I would say even a logical pragmatism or principles or understandable fear. And I think both sides have, have both. Now, again, I have a strong opinion. You have a strong opinion. Yeah. My job isn't to lead with my opinion. More than I want my opinion to be shared by people, I would love to see vaccinated and unvaccinated Christians learn to love really well and to keep the gospel as the main thing. Mm. And I, I'm just watching people walk away from their church, walk away from corporate worship uh, because they are angry about the other person's or the church's perspective. Mm. And Again, being in church leadership, it feels like an impossible set of decisions. And Satan's to make. just loving this whole thing. Oh, he's, he's like, great. If you could walk away yeah. from each other and hate each other over and, a tertiary issue, right? Yes, yeah. over a gray area, yeah. then he's a happy. He's a happy camper. Oh, I think the evil ones just yeah. They're all just they're like, oh, we can use. I mean, oh, we can use COVID. Just bring it up in conversation, you know. And again, everyone feels very strongly. And I think what gets us into a lot of trouble is we drop big sassy bombs before we listen. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I have to ask a lot of questions before I say anything, because I want to make sure even if you disagree with me, do you have a heart that actually wants to understand me? And that's empathetic. Because if you don't, I actually can't have a conversation mm -hmm. with you, whatever side of the aisle yep. you're on. All right. So here's the second piece of advice. Seek peace through the gospel. Romans 12 says, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. I mean, period, period, just be at peace yeah. for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You got to figure this out. Yeah. 
And before you run away from your church, cause they don't share your masking or vaccination position. Um, you have to ask yourself, has this thing become more important to me than the gospel? Mm. And that is a hard, that's just a hard question. I want to put it out to everybody. Does this thing, does this vaccination or this mask, does this, is it more important to you than the gospel of Jesus Christ? And is that a requirement for unity for you? And if it is, I struggle there. Um, again, you have to do what you have to do temporarily to deal with your safety issues and different things going on in your life, no matter which side of the aisle you're on. But I just, I have a hard time when we're willing to break fellowship out of anger and bitterness, to walk away from a community hurt over, um, over an issue that is not gospel or word centered in the gospel or the word. And then so. the focus comes right back to ourselves yeah. opposed to what is the great commission that we need to go out yep. and be telling people about the Lord. And if we make this a requirement yep. for a relationship with one another, then we have already just cut off a whole bunch of people yep. from who we can actually speak into and, yep. sh- and show love. Yep. It's impossible. Amen. All right. So let's, let's answer a bigger question here, which is why is this all happening? Um, Romans 14, I think you brought this up. I had never, ever processed this entire issue until you had, you'd sent me um, a note in here and I was like, holy smokes, this literally captures, I think, what is happening with so many Christians. And Romans 14 um, talks about the, quote, weaker brother or sister. And it's really funny when you hear what they understand is weaker. Mm-hmm. And weaker was somebody who ate meat. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, you eat meat, we don't eat meat. Yeah. You eat only vegetables, I'm better than you because I it's like, <laughs> what are we doing right now? This is insanity. And if they were to step into our world right now, yeah. they'd be like, what, what are, you are you talking doing about? Right now? This is insane. <laughs> well, the the reality is that you had a whole bunch of Jews who had old covenant laws over them. That covenant is done and gone, and now they're free to do whatever they want. Then all these Gentiles who never had these restrictions, they're eating meat sacrificed to idols, and they're like, the idol isn't even real, so who cares? The meat tastes great. You want some bacon? Right. And they're like, right. we never had bacon in our entire life. Right. And so you have this. <laughs> I know, right? These weaker, stronger Christians. And, and here's what Roman, here's what Romans 14, 1 says. And Paul's trying to like bring this church together because he's like, it's vegetables, y'all. The the meat sacrifice, a demon, the demons aren't like, it's not even a real God. It's a demon. It doesn't even matter. Like you're just stop it. You know, that's yep. his basic two cents. But he says, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him. But do not quarrel over opinions. Now, here's in the vaccine debate, who's the weaker one? Here's why this is so frustrating, because the unvaccinated look at the vaccinated as weaker. And if so, they're not even welcoming them. They're mad at them. Flip it. The vaccinated look at the unvaccinated as weaker. You don't have good data. You're whatever, you know, and they look at them as weaker, but they're not welcoming to them either. Right. This is a really interesting subject. And he's like. Do not quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything or translation. One person believes they may get vaccinated while the other person eats only vegetables. They say, I'm not going to be vaccinated. In fact, you're both looking at each other like this is not a gospel issue. Y'all stop it. 20 years from now, we're going to look back in this and we're going to see the data that came out. And we're going to realize the devil has used this entire thing to turn us against each other. Yep. Then he says this in verse three, let no one who eats despise the one who abstains. Let me translate. Let nobody who gets vaccinated despise the one who does not get vaccinated. Mm. And let not the one who abstains or let not the one who doesn't get vaccinated pass judgment on the one who eats or does get vaccinated. In other words, stop it. 
Because God has welcomed them all. Guess what? Mm. In the church, are you vaccinated? Love you. Glad you're here. Are you unvaccinated? Love you. Glad you're here. We got to figure out how to live together in a way that is unified. Now, you may not be able to do everything that y'all want to do, and that's fine. But when we let bitterness and disunity grab our hearts and turn us against each other, man, do we have a bigger issue. He goes on in verse four and he says, I love this. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? Mm. His implication is, by the way, I'm their God, not you. Mm. They don't actually don't owe an accounting to you. And you just got to keep that straight. It is before his own master that he stands or falls and he will be upheld for the Lord is able to make him stand. Uh, Down toward the bottom of the chapter, verse 19, Paul says, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Those who ate vegetables only and those who ate meat. This isn't so dumb when you look back, we're going to look back on this and say, this feels so, so important, Mm -hmm. but nothing as important as the gospel and our unity together. So uh, just a question, are you mad at a vaccinated or unvaccinated person? Mm -hmm. If you are, um, I, I think you need to stop despising the one who disagrees you have to believe their intentions or motivations and you have to understand they will give an accounting to their master who is, who is God. Um, I, if their motivations were evil, right, I would have a big problem, but I'm just not seeing that amongst the Christian community as I listen. Yeah. And pre-COVID, these were all brothers and sisters that we did have unity with and we trusted and we went to them for advice. And then this happened. It's like, you must not even be a Christian. No, that's Mm. not the case. We do have differing views. Our brains are different. Our personalities, our experiences are different. The people that we live around have different, you know, health histories. And I think we just need to remember that, like, Mm. this is a a respected Christian in my life that thinks differently. And that can be okay. Yep. And I'm going to have to work through it. And I have to rely on the Holy Spirit that yeah. he's not dead. Yep. That if there's something that needs to be changed in your point of view or mm. my point of view, that he can still do that. Yep. It's interesting. Like, what if you're mad at me because my view is different than yours and mine's rooted out of fear? Okay. Can you love me even if, right. is even it for this m- season, is it my I might job have fear, you know? To fix that. In right. You, right. And I actually can't. I think right. that's what we've learned is that we can't. So where do we go from here? Yeah. So my, my general posture in COVID has been, I'm not going to change your mind. Um, I, I think I can help you empathize with the other side. I'm not going to change your mind. Uh, the Lord's going to have to do that kind of work and his new data and time comes out. It brings more clarity to the past and that's wonderful. But my, my job has been like, listen, I got to figure out how to keep our church together in the gospel, despite the huge variance of opinions. And we had one season where all of the pro maskers got their way and another season where all the anti-maskers got their way. And, and it's interesting, like how our church has handled this. And I, I've been very impressed with the vast majority of our church, very impressed with their ability to keep the gospel central. Mm. central. It's not easy right now. I'd say this is one of the hardest times we've ever had to keep the main thing the main thing and allow other people to live within their conscience. Mm, so That's great. Thanks, Pastor Michael, yeah. for diving into that mm-hmm. super difficult issue. We really needed to hear a good word on that. Yeah. Join yeah. us back next time for another question on Village Church Q&A.